we have the return of Keys to the Game. And here now are your hosts, Gary Lester and Coach Kurt Newsom. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Keys to the Game for our first ever spring Keys to the Game version. Uh, we're coming to you from the studios here at WHC Live, the voice of Southwest Virginia. And as Ivy said, I'm your host, Gary Lester. I'm joined by head football coach, Kurt Newsom. Coach, thanks for being here. Couldn't do it without you. Well, it's nice to have a keys to the game in the spring. That means we get to play real live football. You know, uh, in the past, we've been playing in our tennis skirts out there, <laughs> and uh, we get to put pads on. And uh, so I couldn't be more excited about it. And, uh, and uh, I hope our alumni are, and uh, we're looking forward to to moving on to next year. Well, and you're going to put those pads on in uh, March, March 16th when spring practice starts, right? The 16th, and it'll kind of culminate uh, middle uh, early April, and it'll be uh, with asking all the football alumni to come back on April the 8th, and uh, we'll give you a free meal, and you can bring okay. your wife, so that might get some of them out, and I, I hopefully it does. And then we'd have a 1 o'clock kickoff for our spring game. And we'd love for you to come here and uh, tailgate and uh, enjoy our college, which we all uh, know and love. Well, and that's really why we're having these shows, Coach. We're going to have about six shows uh, throughout spring. We'll end up on April 11th after the spring game on the 9th. But it's it's really to inform our fan base of what, about what's going on because so many times there's so much going on behind the scenes that that our fans just don't know about cause until they you know see the the finished product out there on the field so that's why uh ladies and gentlemen we're having these shows what we're going to try and cover over the next six weeks we're going to take a look at the sack conference in the 2022 schedule and that's going to be an exciting schedule i can tell you that and then we're going to look if we have a chance a little brief intro into some of the teams we're going to be playing because a lot of them are new and people don't know who they are and we're going to talk about some of the returning players. We're going to do that today, particularly on offense. And what I'm excited about is hear about some of the recruits. And then finally, we'll probably finish up with the spring game and uh, the April 8th event and, and then the April 9th game. But you guys are doing some things right now for uh, what we call professional development for your coaching staff. You had somebody special on yeah. campus today. Can you talk we, about that? We've been with uh, Bud Foster all day today, you know, and – Nobody does it better. I got to be on the other side of the ball with him for a lot of years, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, we've uh, remained very close friends. And he came here this morning at uh, 9 o'clock, and he he just left. And uh, hmm. so he's been with the staff all day. And uh, I, I don't think anybody uh, – understands it and can explain it better than he does and and we're going to look at some of the things that uh, we did at Virginia Tech and and bring those here you know we felt like in the past we could we could play man coverage against who we were playing against a lot and mm -hmm. and we don't know if we can in this league right and uh, I know Coach Foster played some man coverage, but now we're we're looking at his zone concept, oh. his blitz concepts, and uh, so that's what we've been looking at there. And then, uh, actually, our offensive staff is in uh, Akron, Ohio, and uh, Joe Moreland, who was the uh, offensive coordinator at Penn State, and then got hired at Mississippi State, and. Uh, 
he was there, and he's a big RPO guy. But Coach Tall had been on their staff at Mississippi State. So we have a connection, and you always want to go where you have a connection yeah. because otherwise it's hard to get information, and, you know, people are kind of uh, – they don't, they don't open up unless you know somebody there. So those are the two places that uh, – well, not the two places. Of course, Coach Foster's here. And uh, then, then going down to Akron or up to Akron, I think that'll work out good for our staff. Well, now, Bud Foster, the defensive coordinator uh, for Frank Beamer at Virginia Tech, certainly there, as you said when you were there. How long was he defensive coordinator there? I mean, it was for, I know, it's at least 20, 20 years. Yeah, well, he was with Coach for, for many years. Actually, he coached uh, eight techniques, which is outside uh, right. techniques for him when he was uh, after he graduated at Murray State. And then he was with Coach Beamer the entire time, and I'm not sure when he took over as a defensive coordinator, uh, but I'm, I know he was there, you know, Coach Beamer's entire time, which I think was, you know, 29, 30 some odd years. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Coach and I, Coach Foster and I, when I was in high school, Coach, I used to take our kids to camp, and uh, Coach and I got a great relationship going, and. Uh, and that's carried on, and uh, we were great friends while I was in Blacksburg, and I'm glad he's a part of the family. I I look for him to be at several games this year when Tech's not playing oh. at home. Well, it's certainly a treat to have someone like Bud Foster because he was a legend. I mean, uh, if you've ever watched Virginia Tech, you've seen him on the sideline pacing there, and uh, what a treat to have him come down to Emory. And then Joe Moreland, at Penn State, Mississippi State. Now that's the RPO offense, the run pass uh, option offense. We're going to be in that. You're going to run that. Yeah, again? I, I think we, so. we we need to for sure. Uh, you know, the biggest difference in moving to Division Two is probably the uh, offensive and defensive lines. And I, I think in an RPO offense, you don't have to be able to knock people off the ball, and I don't think we'll be able to. Mm. And, uh, and you know, although we had the leading ball carrier in the country last year, right. and we've got Devontae a good offensive Jordan. line yeah, with Devontae back, you know, we that was great having him. And uh, we were able to hand it off more. We may have to throw it a little more. Mm -hmm. You know, because I don't know if we're – you know, going to be uh, – and I, I just don't know because I hadn't seen f a ton of film yeah. and you, you just got to wait and see. Well, if, if, if you've had a chance to look at some of the teams in that uh, South Atlantic Conference with uh, Newberry and Catawba and Wingate and Lenore Ryan, uh, they'll understand what you're talking about, that, that line of scrimmages. There's some beef up there in those those teams, and that's that's going to be a change for us. I, th I think our our skill with what we brought in and, you know, who we've got, I, th I think we can be very competitive. And uh, I love our offensive linemen, and I love our defensive linemen, and we I know Swag can play in that league, and I know there's yeah. certain guys that can do it. But – you know, I, I think that's the biggest difference. I know when uh, when I coached at Virginia Tech, that was the big difference in going to uh, play an SEC team. Mm. And I, I think that's up front is the difference. We we had guys that could play skill positions, and and we 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 still had guys that could play in the SEC, but. 
that's overall i think that's the biggest difference in, yeah. in going up levels and i i think i think us going to division two but i think the big thing is we've got some older guys and yeah. I, I think older guys you know that that have been successful in division three can be successful in division two now i don't think a younger guy you know, can handle no, it. And that, yes, that's where I agree wholeheartedly. You, you know, that's where I think it's yeah. and you, there's a and, big difference. And you've got several. I mean, we, I know I know you, we lost a few from graduation, and some probably decided not to come back. But we've got a lot of kids returning, right? Oh, no, there's no and question we'll talk about, about that. Yeah, and, we 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 will. But yeah, we we've, we've got a ton of guys back, and you know, we've got a lot of 22 and 23-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason we went to East Tennessee State and won when they had a, a yeah. entire scholarship team. And, uh, you know, we were just a, a, an older Division right. three team. So, you know, that's that's a positive going into the season. Well, speaking of the season, I want to get into that 2022 schedule and season. Season And, Coach, we're going to do that. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, let's talk about that 2022 schedule because it's a tough schedule. No doubt. <laughs> Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. Edward Jones is proud to support Keys to the Game on WEHC. To learn more about your investment options, edwardjones.com or 276-783-4448. Edward Jones, 126 East Main Street, Marion. All right, Coach, let's talk about that 2022 schedule. Uh, it's an 11-game schedule. Start off with two non-conference games with Concord and uh, Bluefield. And then let's talk about the, the SAC in general. It, there are 12 teams now, and it's going to be two divisions, right? And, yes. And we're in the Mountain Division? Yes. Uh, we're, we're in the Mountain Division, and uh, that's Carson Newman, us, uh, Mars Hill, Tusculum, Wise, and uh, Erskine. And so we're in there with five other schools, and there's six in each conference. We'll play those six, five teams every year. Is that right? Is that the way this every is year? Work? And that that's that's how they work it. And uh, you know, I, I think it's good for us. You know, as far as travel and, mm-hmm. and those type of things. And I, you know, I know you mentioned uh, our first two games were Concord and Bluefield, which is great for travel for our our fans and and our budget and everything else so uh, because uh you know we uh we will get concord here Mm -hmm. and then bluefield uh we'll go to bluefield i'm looking forward to that and then uh, you are and then uh you know and then the following year it'll switch up we've signed a two-year deal with both of them both of them so uh that's that's how that'll That'll work out, and then, uh, then I think we go to no, Newberry comes here. I think yes, and, they uh, do. And uh, you know, Newberry coming here is uh, our ex quarterback Hunter Taylor. He's got two brothers that are great players at Newberry. So, oh, didn't know that. And, and Newberry went to the playoffs. And yes. Then, then we've got a homecoming game, and. Uh, then we've got UVA wise. Right. So we, I mean, we there's a chance for us to have some really good crowds. And, yeah. And I'm excited about that. And I'm I'm interested to see about you know 
where where we match up with these guys. Well, I think that's going to be key, and and I think those two first two games are going to be really important for you to get ready for this SAC conference because the other division has got some teams in there. That's where Newberry, Catawba, uh, Lenore, Ryan, Barton, and uh, some of those teams are limestone. That's where they're residing, and those are some tough characters over there. So no, no question. We feel like we've got some tough ones on our side, and we, I mean, yeah. it's just a great league, you it, know, and has been for years. Mm-hmm. You know, it, Carson Newman ruled it for a while, and you know how everything goes in cycles. Yeah, and I just saw that you know their signing class was uh, a ton of transfers uh and in this day and age you know when you're signing transfers you can change a team so quickly you know and it's, yeah. it's just it's a different day and time well now we're going to be having opening up the concord here on uh, september 3rd uh haven't played concord for quite a while but uh, we're going to get back to playing and we've you know i was looking at it we actually have played them 27 times i don't know if you knew probably that. well i played them when i was here so I was uh, I was playing. Might have been the last time we played them. I don't know if Coach Wacker played them or not when when they were there. But, well, uh, uh, actually, eighty one was the last time we played them. So it's been a while. I was playing against them, so I played against them in all those years. Yes, and uh, we won't go into the scores of some of those oh, games. Oh, no, no, we don't <laughs> because, want to go into that or, the, or how I behaved in those games. And it was so, NAI team. They were an NAI uh, with yeah, scholarships. Yeah, they, they were giving scholarships, and we were giving uh, baseball bats to the back of the head. <laughs> well, so we've got a little bit of history with the uh, Mountain Lions from Concord over in Princeton, and they are a Division II. They're in the Mountain East Conference which is, is not in our, in our region, but a little bit of history there. And um, what do you know about them? Are they uh, – I know you had not had a lot of chance. I know that the, the, the new guys at. improved the program. He, you know, he's at Martinsburg, he had won a bunch of state championships. I know they throw the ball all over the yard, but we really haven't started watching them yet. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I know they're going to they're gonna put it up and spread you out. And, I mean, that's who they're going to be. And, uh, you know, it'll be a good test for us. And uh, – you know, they've been at that level, been given scholarships for four years. And actually, we've really given scholarships for one and a half because yeah. we couldn't even announce we were given scholarships the first year until <laughs> the week before the signing date. So, you know, we, we kind of got some guys, but we did okay. But I think this year's class, I think we uh, really helped mm-hmm. ourselves. Well, the Mountain Lions were uh, four and six last year, and uh, I think Coach Walker is the coach over there, Dave Walker. You talked to me. He's been a really successful high school coach, but this is his first college uh, uh, foray, so we'll see how that goes. But that's that's a really good opener, I think. Oh, I do too. And, uh, you know, that, that high school field, you know, it's the same length as ours. That's exactly so right. So if you, if you can win there, you you know, you, yeah. you can win at any of them. And, uh, you know, that this game, they want to complicate it a little bit, but it's, uh, it's about the same everywhere. And well, he's done a good job. Well, then we uh, come back and load up and head over to uh, Bluefield for the take on the Dewey Lusk and the Rams. I don't imagine, given the fact that we lost that game with a minute and 17 left on a two-point conversion, I don't think uh, motivation will be an issue this year, will it, Coach? Not with me. <laughs> I promise you. I mean, uh, I don't want to say anything I shouldn't on the air, but, uh, yeah, that that one will be important to me. Well, really now, important. they're NAI, right? 
uh, Bluefield? Yes, they are. And, and uh, they give scholarships. They give scholarships, they, too. Yeah. So, it's, so it's – and they have been given scholarships, and we've split with them uh, mm-hmm. the last two years, and I, I felt like it was uh, – you know, didn't work in our favor last year, and I was really upset with it and probably wasn't the best person I was, should have been after the game, but uh, – I've done that before. Well, and we could talk about last year, but that was if just suffering through all those 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 hard hard losses was a tough thing, and that was the beginning of several. You had three others that year last year, so yes. So anyway, we got the Bluefield Rams over at Mitchell Stadium, uh, uh, historic Mitchell Stadium, and then we come back and we get started into the really good Newberry team coming in here. Well, well, Newberry is, you know, went to the playoffs last year. I yeah. met their head coach, great guy. Uh, as I said, Hunter Taylor's brothers play for Newberry, and uh, you know they're they're a good football team. Yeah. Well, Todd Knight, the head coach down there, is winning his coach in their in their history at Newberry, which I was surprised to see. But yeah, he's got a good great guy. Kind of sat beside him at the first coaches meeting and. Uh, kind of welcomed me to the league and uh, mm. really appreciated that. And, uh, yeah, I, I think he does it the right way. So it'll be, you know, we'll really find out, you know, where we are is based on the yeah. SAC conference mm-hmm. at that time for sure. Yeah, they've been in the playoffs four of the last eight years. And they've won two conference championships in 2016, 2021. So they've got a top-flight program, and I think people are going to have, have a real treat to see that game yeah. come 17th. Well, Coach, we're going to get back to – we're going to talk about some of our players, returning players. I really want to hear about your recruiting. After a short break, we'll come back and we'll talk about the uh, guys that are coming back and one, the new guys we're looking forward to seeing. Support for WEHC comes from Snow's Fine Meats and Provisions, a neighborhood butcher shop in downtown Abingdon, specializing in locally sourced pasture-raised proteins, handmade deli items, and specialty goods. Open Tuesday through Saturday and online at Snow's Fine Meats, 160 East Main Street, Abingdon. Snow's Fine Meats, bringing the old-fashioned butcher shop experience to your table. You are tuned to WEHC 90.7 Emory. All right, Coach, we're going to let's talk about some of the guys coming back because I know we got several coming back. And we're going to concentrate today, if you don't mind, just on the offense. And next week we'll pick up the defense. If you could, let's talk about some of those people coming back because I think we've got several. Well, up front, you know, O.P. Peterson is the only one that's not returning. So we've got four out of five starters up front. Uh, O.P.'s going to graduate, which okay. uh, we're, we're happy about that. And then uh, – we lost Gunner Griffith, and then uh, D'Angelo Brown right now is the guy we penciled in, but you know how that goes. Uh, mm-hmm. He got hurt late. He's very uh, dynamic. A receiver, right? Yes, okay. and uh, to take Gunner's place. And then then Grayson takes Devontae's place. A good one for a good one. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. that, that's how I look at it, and uh, so, so really, as far as starters lost, we you know we've got eight back. We've uh, we really, really, we got two transfer receivers that uh, that I, I think can be really, really special. Mm. Well, coach, let me t- ask you about now. Uh, Parker Coe is a center. Is he? He was a senior too. Is he coming back also? You said. Oh yeah, Parker Coe's Parker. Coming? 
Coe's coming back and great. Preston Robertson. And Preston, okay, great. And they both could have graduated. Uh huh. And they they decided to come back. And what about, of course, you said Devontae. Uh, I know you had uh, Micah English and, and Montgomery, uh, Steve Montgomery, as running yeah, back. Steven, they... Steven's not back right now. He's not. And, okay. uh, but we, we've got a young man, uh, Nigel, uh, is, is a special guy that we got from Richmond. We thought he was the best running back in Richmond. And uh, he had a great, you know, every Sunday we scrimmage are young guys mm-hmm. and uh he he put on a great showing the entire time wow and so we're excited about him and we you know we we signed three or four guys at running back and it wasn't a complete position of need right because well, uh, you know we had grayson yeah. back and and with nigel back so well now uh grayson overstreet was out last year um with the foot injuries, he is he back hundred percent now. He, he's going through every winter workout or, or six a.m. workouts we had, and he's uh, we we had six a.m. workouts. We had afternoon workouts. You know they're called winter workouts, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's them. it's to test your uh, your fortitude, <laughs> and uh, that's kind of what we what we did. You know, our guys were great with it. Yeah. We, we had a great off season, as far as that goes. And uh, you know, along with lifting, and them them doing the win- the winter workouts, mm-hmm. the attitude was great. Actually, Grayson walked into my office and said, uh, "Coach, these young guys work." He said, "They really work." Well, that's great. You know, Grayson's been at Richmond. He gets mm-hmm. it. He, you know, he's he's older than me. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> he does have three years to play, and I don't know if anybody would like to sign an NIL and pay him to play for the rest of them. But we're open for that. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's talk about your recruiting now, because we're uh, you know that's some. I'd like for you just to, if you just briefly talk about the difference between recruiting and Division three and recruiting in Division two, because now you're doing scholarships, and it's got to be a little bit of difference there. It's huge. It opens up areas that we hadn't been able to recruit in, mm-hmm. and you know, and I'm from the Tidewater, and uh, I know where Emory is. I mean, I I came here from from there. Yep. But we we got some Tidewater kids that I think can be special. Uh, we we got a couple transfers, you know. Tamade Penn from uh, Farum was the best player in ODAC in our opinion. We receiver, tried, yeah. That we tried receiver, to, we though. tried to tackle him at the line of scrimmage and then put a safety <laughs> behind him if we missed the tackle by Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Folks, he's talking about that man-to-man coverage that we tackled people, uh, and then we tried to. But play, we did put a we safety. We, but we did put a safety behind him, and we've never done that. So, <laughs> so he's a special guy, and uh, he has been great. Uh, he's here. He's uh, you know taking classes this semester. He's uh, very mature. He's 24 years old. He's got wow. he's got three years to play. He's been uh, kind of a leader already, so he's he's really doing well. Well, and you got another big receiver on the other side. Let's go along if that one gets tackled, right? Who, who's it, the other one? Oh, Jacquez Bailey from okay. Gardner Webb, who uh, you know he was uh, a scholarship player there. 
you know, he's 6'3", 200 pounds. And, you know, we've been, since Derek left, we've been kind of playing with Smurfs. <laughs> so uh, we needed to switch that up a little bit. And, uh, you know, we did. And uh, I think we, we needed some big guys on the outside. Yeah. And so we, we, I think we really, really helped ourselves. And, and then we signed a couple uh, jitterbugs inside. I think receivers where we really helped ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think we still need some work at offensive line, but we signed some big guys there too. What about quarterback? That's always a position everybody wants to know about. What, 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 where are we on the uh, uh, QBs? We, you know, we, we you know we've got a returning starter, and right. then we've then we've we've got uh, we signed Xavier Davis from Green Run, who is uh, we feel like is special and. Uh, you know Carter Everett is already here, but uh, what we what we did and what we signed uh, the the young man from Green Run. I talked to J C Price, who's a great friend of mine at, at Virginia Tech, who I coached with at, at JMU. He said I went to a game that he played in, and he said uh, we wanted to talk to him. And he coaches where at Virginia Tech. Okay. And, but uh, JMU had offered the young man to walk on first semester and scholarship second semester, and we got him. So uh, we we think he's uh, really really good. So he is for he's coming to Emory because if I talked with somebody about this young man and they they said no he's going to JMU. No, he's he's, he's coming here. He's and, signed. And they were shocked, by the way, that oh, we yeah. would even have been. Oh, yeah, I asked uh, – I called my buddy in Virginia Beach. He said – I said, I think we're going to get him. He said, uh, well, is something wrong with him? I said, no, there's nothing wrong with him. We're just – we're making that move. And that's – I want people to know that, and I want them to know it everywhere. And his name again is? Xavier Davis. Xavier Davis. All right, well, and we, the folks need to take a look at him then. But you, we do have Kyle Short coming back. Uh, Kyle's coming back. A good season as Carter's really coming back. Carter's so, back. so, you know, we, I feel – and Charles Mutter, special guy. Now, who special. is Charles Mutter? He was on scholarship last year and couldn't play. Okay. And he's uh, – he, right now, right, uh, he's, he's special. And he is what position? Quarterback. Quarterback, okay. So I, 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 you know, I feel good about that room right now, and Charles is, uh, you know, he's gonna, he may come out of the spring as being the guy. I don't, I don't know that. I mean, you know, it's all about a competition. And so he was redshirted basically last year, right? Because, because he, he was on scholarship. On scholarship. Because if you got a scholarship, you couldn't play last mm-hmm. year. So, and uh, he's very confident. He's very much of a leader and. Does a great job. Well, and I think your quarterback coach uh, Tony, I think he uh, was very impressed. Well, Cam is, is the true quarterback coach. Oh, okay, but, Cam. But, sorry, but my buddy Tony Hart does a great job for Emory and Henry, and uh, but uh, yeah, and they they both work together so well. Mm-hmm. Well, Tony played quarterback here years He's ago. Cer- right? Certainly did, and took quite a beating. With you against Concord. Uh, yeah, so it, yeah, I think one of the guys at Concord really knocked him out. I looked at that schedule to, or that when when we did play them, and I think '74 was the last year we beat them, and then it was just a drubbing from them. But again, yeah. too, they were NAIA, and and I was a part of that. <laughs>
Well, uh, any other any other recruits that you want to mention? I mean, on offense, we you know we got some big offensive linemen, and I don't want to leave anybody out, so okay. I won't say a lot of names. With okay. the receivers, I didn't mind it, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think we helped ourselves uh, across the board. Wide receiver, probably uh, the biggest help. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, we've still got a couple transfer tight ends that we're looking at that could change us. You know, we, we still want to be able to hand the ball off to Grayson. Oh, absolutely. So we'll see how it goes. Well, Coach, that's going to do it for today. We've got uh, – we'll be back next week on Monday. And, again, uh, you know, we'll be talking about the defense next week and we'll run up to the spring game on the 9th. And so I want to thank you for being here and helping us make this possible because I think it's great for our fans to let them know what's going on and some of the work you're doing. So, Coach, thank you very much for making this possible. Thank you all for everything. I appreciate you, Gary. And this has been Keys to the Game on WEHC 90.7, your voice of Southwest Virginia.